Good morning, Pat Ziemer here with MagnaWay for the Tuesday edition of the Office Hours. We come together with you on Tuesdays to answer any questions you may have, share some things that we've learned over the recent weeks, uh, and again answer questions whether it's about machines, training, uh, protocols, guidelines, whatever it may be. If you're new to PEMF, it's a good place to uh, to learn and to gather some information that you might want to have. We're also broadcasting on YouTube, Facebook, and uh, doing a radio-style broadcast on CastBox. So if you'd like to listen there, you don't have to watch us, and you can. Uh, they're available on CastBox anytime to uh, catch the program. So. Uh, if you're on CastBox and you'd like to ask a question, just put it in the uh, thread. Same thing on Facebook and on YouTube. Simply post your questions in the thread and I will receive them and we can uh, answer your questions and go forward. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Lynn. And good morning, Karen. We've got three folks with us at this point, so thank you uh, for joining us. A couple of things to go over. We are in the early registration phase for MagnaCon 2020. Uh, if you'd like to, there's a discount. If you uh, purchase your tickets before the end of the year, you'll uh, re receive tickets at a discount. 300 bucks, I believe, is the price, $300. And you'll also be entered to win your rooms uh, at the uh, at MagnaCon as compliments of MagnaWave. So if you want to come, you want to save some money and maybe get your rooms paid for, sign up for MagnaCon before January the first. Uh, uh, next week I will be at the AAEP convention, the American Association of Equine Practitioners in Denver. Looking forward uh, to that show begins next Sunday uh, and I'm looking forward to that and hopefully if, if my schedule goes right I'll be back Tuesday morning uh, to join you again bring you up to speed as to what was going on at AAEP and so forth and help help you uh, learn more from that perspective as well. If you'd like to talk to me and be entered to win the swag bag of uh, gear and MagnaWave news and views and mugs and hats and shirts, whatever it may be in the swag bag, simply text your, text your name to 502-599-9722. 502-599-9722 and I will give you a call back and we can have uh, answer any questions uh, that you may have at that point. As you know, uh, I'm involved with a, a hemp company that I've been working with, and we're excited about that. It's going very well. It's called Jute Health, jutehealth.com. If you would like to talk to me about that opportunity and about how uh, the CBD line, CBD line is working, simply uh, text your name to 502-365-7677. That's 502-365-7677. And I'll give you a call back and tell you what's going on. It's available at wholesale and it's available on a referral program. So it's a it's a good opportunity for you if you'd like to participate. All right, let's see. Um, got the numbers up there. We'll be at the uh, AAEP. Okay, there are got some questions here. Uh, one of our... Uh, product specialist received some very good questions uh, from a doctor uh, last week that I went through and answered and I want to ask I want to read through some of those questions and give you some of the answers here's somebody uh, coming in right now at this point would like to talk so let's see what's going on here okay um, here we go let me dial this up from Lynn that's good we like to get these calls Good morning, Pat Zemer here. Hi, that was fast. Yeah, how are you? <laughs> Good, thank you. Great. Um, I, my father-in-law was just diagnosed with 
um, prostate cancer, among other things. I think he has a tumor in his colon as well. Um, he's. I guess they've chosen to go through chemo, but I was just wondering um, if I can go ahead and start treating him or if they need to get through the chemo. You know, how, how, how far apart could I treat him from his chemo treatments? Okay, uh, two things. Um, it's different in the United States pretty much at this point than it is in other areas of the world, for example, in, in Europe and so forth. Uh, just to kind of to explain the whole thing to you, uh, the, the, the guideline has been thus far in the United States, except in certain cir circumstances, or not certain, but in circumstances where the doctors want to experiment a little bit or help uh, enhance what's going on with the chemotherapy. In the United States, typically you wait until the chemo is completed. So let's say they go through a week of chemo and then stops. Uh, if you wait 24 hours or so after the last chemo, 24 to 36 hours, and then begin treatment, you're letting it all get out of the system. Um, and that's, that's kind of the guideline that many people uh, follow in the United States is, is after chemo or between, between chemo treatments is what a lot of folks uh, do. In other countries uh, in where PEMF is more understood and used and so on and so forth, uh, they do, some people do treat during the chemo process because it enhances uh, what the chemo is trying to do. That's the big challenge. If someone's on chemo and you, and you treat them, the possibility if they get sick anyway that they might be a little more uncomfortable with their sickness could be certainly be an issue. So you always want to check with the doctor because you're supplying new energy to the body to help the blood flow and the oxygenation, which cancer does not like the oxygenation and so forth. But you know, you always want to check those situations out and have them understand. It is much different today than it was, oh, I'm going to say seven or eight years ago when we I talked to doctors or people come in, they just, they had no clue. They wouldn't even read about it. They didn't want to think about it. But today, uh, with the number of ways that the modality is approved for use in the FDA, it is approved. There is a device called the Optune that is used for glioblastoma brain tumors uh, that they wear, it's like a cap that they wear and puts a PEMF field into the head to help control and shrink potentially the tumors and, and make the person's life more comfortable. So it, with advances like that, it's kind of opened the door to how it's, how it's applied. But what I would do uh, safely, uh, if it's for pain and just want to help their overall blood and oxygenation situation after the chemo. But if you want to talk to the doc and, the, and uh, he's willing, then maybe you can do it uh, during as long as everybody's on the same page. Yeah, because honestly, he it's shaken up my family pretty bad because he was honestly only given six months to live. Oh, yeah. And that's, so. that's a, gosh, that, that's really a shame. I, I can't tell you uh, how many times we've had people who have come in and that's when they start, it, when it's in some cases late in the game, if you will, and, right. and uh, uh, we don't realize how we need to maybe do things, you know, live for wellness as opposed to treating the illness. But, um, you know, we've had some very good results. People have, have uh, had, had been more comfortable, extended length of life, 
that just with just good energy coming in into the body so it's unfortunate that you're talking prostate and colon uh, that certainly exacerbates uh, the situation if, if they've been able to catch it early enough in the, in the prostate uh, maybe they could have done something about it I've got a testimonial to that effect and and uh, that I talk every day and I may share that here in a little bit again but that's yeah I, I would think you know six months to live what you know I don't want to say what difference does it make but I want to say that that you know you never know if, if something's going to work it's going to work and it's right. going to help. Well, I, saw the, I saw the testimony on the testimony page about the person that treated with breast cancer and her it came back and she chose and they did this and she was clear of cancer so um, I know not every situation is the same but I kind of felt like well and like what you just said what have you got to lose I mean let's let's do this and just see what happens and see if it helps A absolutely so, I, like, it's not going to hurt him no I, I wouldn't think that's the case at all. You know, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I can't, I can't say that. But it, the, the the conversation has changed dramatically. I was talking with a veterinarian in California yesterday who also has a holistic human practice uh, as a naturopath, and and we were talking about Tony Jimenez in in um, uh, Tijuana at Hope for Cancer, and they've got six devices there, and people use it every day in their recovery process and in. in a, they treat a myriad of cancerous conditions down there and, and PEMF MagnaWave is a very important part of that whole process. Now they're not big on chemo, uh, they do use chemo from time to time depending on the, the, on the situation, but they have other things that they do, different vitamins and so on and so forth and, and uh, that could be a, a thought for you as well to at least get a second opinion as to what might be going, might be going on. Right, right. Okay, well, I appreciate it. Thank well, you Well, thank much. you for calling. Send your email to support at MagnaWave PMF, and you'll be entered for the gear bag. All right, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye. You know, that's a, a great question, and, and it's always hard to approach those types of questions and, and figure what is the best way to approach it. Talk to the doctor, explain what, what's going on. I would think in this type of situation, comfort is the key. Uh, and gee whiz, if you can hold something off, you know, we talk about uh, arthritis and it's the buildup of calcium around the joints and irritates the nerves and does all this, deform, creates deformity and bulging of the knuckles and so on and so forth. But we've, we've learned that if you're treating regularly that you can slow those processes down. You can keep them at bay a little bit. You're not going to dissolve calcium that's built up around the knuckle, but you can help the inflammation in the area and, and help the flow. And so that same premise could very well roll over to other situations. And I as you can do is go to the pmfprofessionals.com, the AOPP, the Association of PMF Professionals. You can search PMF and specific forms of disease and you'll see what studies have been done and, and what they're doing in those areas to uh, provide people with health and, well, health and wellness. That's pmfprofessionals.com, uh, the AOPP, or you can go to the group, the MagnaWave 
uh, MagnaWave International Education and Research Group, and you can ask your questions there. It's the only challenge with our regular page. There's no place to ask a question unless you do a post, and then you can't search for particular things. But on the AOPP page and on the MagnaWave International uh, Resource and Education Group on Facebook, you can search for specific indications and see what people have done with PEMF, testimonials that our people have as to how they've utilized this energy to uh, provide health and wellness to themselves and their and their clients um, um, type situations. Okay, let's see. If you'd like to call, 502-599-9722, and I will promptly uh, give you a shout right back, and we can have a conversation, and you can be entered to win gear back. Let's see. Um, good morning. Um, thoughts on treating human bronchitis. <clears throat> Oh, I got there's several. Let me go back here, but let's do the bronchitis uh, question. Certainly, itis means inflammation of the bronchial tubes and so on and so forth in, in that area. So if you you can treat, certainly to. Uh, pardon me. Fifty. I'm sorry. Fifty. Oh. Okay. Yours. Sorry. I thought you'd be excited. Fifty people. Fifty people. We have fifty people. Yeah, fifty. Uh oh. Could be a problem. Could be a bonus problem. Um, <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. Sorry, I mean, I, I knew you'd be excited. Yeah, that's incredible. 50 uh, viewers, listeners today, we're certainly glad uh, to have you aboard. Hazel's with us on CastBox and uh, other folks are with us. So, uh, let me get to this, the bronchitis. Treat the area. You're going to help the blood flow to the area, the oxygenation. You're going to deal with the inflammation that's there to help reduce it, which will allow the area to better heal itself. So, most certainly, uh, going with bronchitis would be uh, something to do. To, um, to do. Alright, let's see. Now, Chris has got mal worked up. Now. I know. I, 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 know, I know it works. Rosie's here. Oh, Tim's here. Good morning. Is it possible to get an hour counter on the Maya? New ones have them. An hour counter. Oh, some of the original Mayas did not have um, hour meters uh, showing you the usage, and the, and the new ones do. I would assume, now I, I, I don't that they could be returned, go to the factory and have a rework done and put a, put a timer on it. That could be a little more expensive than what someone would want to do because it does facilitate some work. But uh, simply call the office, ask for Lee, 502-742-7868, uh, and Lee will uh, can call the factory and verify what it would take to do that and to see a, uh, a way of handling it. I'm sure there are things that you could get that would be a little jerry-rigged that you could have to, to monitor your hours while you're using it if you wanted to do that. But that's a very good question and Lee would be more than happy to dig a little deeper and get that particular answer for you. Uh, okay, bronchitis did that, Hazel Reed. Uh, let's see, what's the email again for the swag bag? It is support at magnawavepemf.com and that's for folks that I talk to. So if you want to get in on the swag bag, uh, simply send me a text to 502-599-9722. A lot of numbers here all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, to, to get uh, available to you to ask me a question or talk with me if you have a uh, um, question that you want to talk about. Uh, CastBox has stopped. 
It is not. I'm listening to it right now. It's still going? Yeah. Okay, so maybe it's Hazel's connection where where she is. Okay, if you have a question, simply put it in the box and we'd be happy to answer it. And um, let's see, new messages here. Let me come down. Um, 51. 51, Maureen said. Okay, so what happens when we hit 50? Somebody tell me what happens when we hit 50 people on the broadcast. What's supposed to happen? I don't know. I don't know either. I've forgotten. Maybe somebody that's on the cast can, uh, can tell me. Uh, what happens? Uh, I'm seeing 52 here on Facebook. Kate's up to 52. Heck, let's do 100. Tell your friends. Come in and join us. And uh, and then we're someone's got to tell me what we're supposed to do. Um, okay, for those of you with a Maya without a counter, how often do you recommend recalibrating? If you have a Maya and it's working satisfactorily. What I mean is you can turn it way down where you hear very fast clicking speed. You can turn it up to a slower clicking speed, one or two uh, pulses per second. There's no reason to ever recalibrate uh, the Maya machine. Now, can there is a thing about the digital machines that happens sometimes. If you're holding a button down and you turn it on and you don't think you're holding the button down, but you're getting ready to turn it on, you turn it on, you push a button before it gets a chance to ramp up, it is possible to knock it out of its normal program and you may have to reset the device to operate as you're normally accustomed. That can happen. We have the procedures that we can give to you as to how to reset the digital devices should they come out of their particular normal program that they're designed to operate in. But outside of that, uh, there is real no reason. That's one of the beauties of the digital machine is that if you take care of it, i.e. don't throw it around too hard or drop it off of things, that it'll, it will last um, It'll last potentially forever. Okay, so, all right, we have a question, and let me call them up here. All right. Hello. Good morning, Pat Zemer here. Good morning. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm good. You have a question? I just wanted to see if anybody has had any experience with this machines working for people with alcohol addictions or drug addictions. We have devices that are in, um, and I'm going to call it a pain clinic or recovery clinics um, in Ashland, Kentucky and a couple other places uh, that I can't think of off the top of my head, but we do have devices in those environments. Quite often, people that are struggling with drugs and alcohol, somewhere along the line, it's pain. And, okay. and so we want to deal with the pain. Sometimes it's depression, it's stress, which this device helps with the general well-being that someone may be experiencing. So the, the short answer is most certainly uh, we, we are in clinics for uh, drug and alcohol addiction and it's like I said, it's quite often used to help the person relax, help the person feel better, relieve back pain or whatever it is that may have been the reason for them to get involved with the drugs, the opioids or whatever it may be, but yes, uh, most certainly. Perfect, awesome, that's great to hear. Okay, anything else? All right. No, that's it. Thank you so much. Okay, support at com, and you'll be entered oh. to win the swag and the gift oh, bag. Yes. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Okay. Good uh -huh. question. Bye-bye. And you know, that, that is a, a very good question. And, and the fact that... It's, oh, got another one here. Busy morning. Let's see what we got. Um, here we go. 
It's got a ringing. I could change my. I don't know. Maybe that works okay to have that ringing sound. Let's see what we got. Okay. Got another one coming in. This is Don. Don? Pat Zemer? Yes. You called? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, I just left a message you, for you. Just I want to thank you for your weekly discussions. Oh, they were very helpful. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So my dad has been really sick with COPD and, um, gosh, pulmonary fibrosis. And he is using this on a very low dose. And it seems to be stabilizing him a lot. So thank you for this machine. Well, thank you for calling, and, and I hope your dad feels better. And, you know, we've had some good success with that, with the congestion and the fibrosis that they get in their lungs to help get better oxygen there, to free things up, to help the body just continue to operate as best as possible. I'm, I'm so glad that it's giving us some relief, and if we can help in any way, please give us a call, and we'll share with you or what uh, some other folks have done. Well, and the other question is, you, you brought up the AOPP uh -huh. Association. Uh -huh. Is that a place where we find some good articles on that as well? Yes, the AOPP uh, has a whole world of research of studies and that have been completed and are in process with PEMF and then there are also uh, areas of articles about what people have done and how they've used PEMF for health and wellness absolutely okay thank you so much okay don't forget support at MagnaWave PEMF to be entered for the uh, grab bag thank you yes ma'am bye-bye excellent um, let's see we got one more here Rosie Cipolla uh, is calling. Let's see what we have here. Hello. Yes, Pat Zemer here. Oh my goodness. I am sorry. Um, I don't really have a question. I just, I love watching you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're very you kind. So much. You're very Thank kind. You so much. Well, All right, now I have a Julian. Oh, great. Great. Love it. Just well, good. Love it. Well, good. Well, thank you for reaching out, and uh, and um, how have you? How? What's your most exciting thing that's happened to you at this point with your treatment? Um, it's uh, it's helped me walk again. But there's nothing wrong with that. I know. I had um, neuropathy in my legs, and my foot had um, such severe arthritis that I wasn't able to walk with my left leg. I was um, using a walker, and now, oh, I walk just fine. Isn't I mean, that? it's awesome. That's it's incredible. Awesome. I'm so and happy for you. And your entire staff, oh my goodness. I don't know if there's a better staff on earth. I mean, do, I have, to, do I have to send you some money? Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, all your staff is just fantastic. Jessica was the best um, sales rep. There was Lee in the office who just, you know, would do anything for you to make everything right. Well. So, um, so I just thank you. Thank you for building up that great staff. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad you're finding success with the machine, and, and uh, stay tuned. Oh, bless you, Pat. You okay. take, take care. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. There you go. It's always fun to uh, receive thoughts like that about uh, our staff, and we are very proud of our, our staff and, and the team that we've worked very hard to uh, put together because the first thing that we try to worry about or think about is health and wellness. That That's the deal. Everything else uh, will take care of them, will take care of itself. My father used to tell me when I was a kid uh, growing up, he said, take care of your pennies, watch your pennies, and the dollars will take care of themselves. And, and so that's kind of the way uh, we've tried to operate. It's, 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 
sure, we had to make a living in the beginning when I was running around the country doing treatments, but the bottom line was I had something that would, would show a change and uh, people would feel better and their animals would feel better and it just happened uh, from that point that we were able to grow uh, into this, what we consider a very uh, good model for health and wellness with PEMF therapy. So at any rate, thank you for, for the comments. Let's see, uh, so I believe someone did uh, let's see, they did answer. Where is it? Uh, swag for swag for everyone. Uh, how do you know when the okay, the pal okay, there's another question. So, Kate Myers, I asked the question, What happens when we have 50 people uh, on the broadcast? I've been saying this for six months when we have 50. Do we still have 50? Yep, 53. 53. We're going to give away a machine. Uh, that's what we're going to do. And uh, don't tell Elaine, <laughs> but uh, she'll find out shortly. She's at the doctor right now. But uh, at any rate, uh, we do want to do that. Now, how are we going to do that, Chris? I, I have a link. I'm putting it in right now. You're our, putting it in right now. They just fill out their name, email, phone, and mailing address, and that's it. Name, email, phone, mailing address. He's putting a link into the uh, into the stream, so you can follow that link if you're on the broadcast, and you'll be entered to win a, I believe it's a Soul uh, device, and uh, we'll go from there. But um, at any rate, gosh, I'm excited. We've had 50 people on the uh, broadcast live, and just we've only been on well, we've been on about 25 minutes or so, but still, that's that's pretty exciting. All right, let's come back. Um, uh, free, no, Wendy Cassidy, free machines for everyone. My goodness. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Okay, giveaway, that's correct. Um, how do you know when it's time to calibrate the Pulse Pro? This would apply to the Pulse Pro as well as the Max devices being spark chamber uh, devices. When the, basically what happens with those devices, there are two electrodes and the, and the spark jumps between the two electrodes. Well, you can imagine that over time it can wear the electrodes down. So what happens when the electrodes are close together, the spark is very fast, which would be a lower setting. As you turn the dial, the electrodes separate and the spark is, has to jump further, generating a more powerful or a higher intensity signal. Well, what can happen is as, as they wear, they can get down to where they don't come all the way together. And so you might have some sparking, at, some shooting, or not shooting, but some intensity right at the beginning before you tune it up, turn it up, and in some cases that might be uncomfortable or too high of a place to start when you're working with your particular particular client. So when you get it to where when you turn it all the way down, it's still going, then that might be a time to have it recalibrated. Now I've had people over the years that they don't that's not how they use it. They're using it only for horses and this and that, so they're happy with what, what it's doing. <clears throat> so that's the thing. If you turn it all the way down and it's still clicking, you can hear it going, then maybe it would be time if you're if, but if it's working fine for you, leave it alone. Uh, because you send it in and we recalibrate it, we're going to take it back to where it was when it was new and so it may have a time to where it needs to break in again until you're happy with what your signal is. So if you're happy with what's going on, leave uh, leave well enough alone. If in fact you want to, you know, if it's not 
it's doing that, then you can uh, call Lee, send it in, and uh, have it recalibrated. I know the factory on those devices have been making some changes. Uh, it is also possible with the Pulse Pro, the way the uh, spark chamber is manufactured on some of the earlier models, that, that, that one of those electrodes could come a little loose, causing it to uh, come out of calibration. On the newer de devices that they've changed, that, that is not capable of happening any longer. Once it's put together, those electrodes uh, stay the way they are until they wear, and so you would have to deal with it at that time. Okay, let's see, swag for, uh, how do you know, okay. The Maya will sometimes not want to pause when running. I usually just full stop and restart but it makes keeping track of time more difficult. Should I have service? Uh, Tammy asked that question. Well, sometimes not want to pause. You mean you hit the pause switch to stop it while you're running. If you're running a 10 minute cycle and you want to stop at five, maybe Tammy, you can give me a call and we can discuss that uh, a little further, 502-599-9722, and we can have that conversation a little further. Um, to stop and start, I understand it makes it potentially difficult to track. Um, if it's something that you hit that button and it will not pause, the, the start stop button and it will not pause ever, then there's obviously something with the button. You might blow the machine out with a, not, not canned compression, but an air compressor that you can put in and blow around all the edges, blow around the buttons, the on and off start stop, where you plug in the, the coils, because what can happen is, is it's all electric, right? So if you get a little buildup of dust to where it needs to make contact and it can't make the contact, then it won't it won't pause. So you get in there and blow it out. And again, you can blow right around the start-stop or the, the button, the on and off switch, where you plug it in, where the fan is, where the ventilation is, around the edges of the particular device uh, to help break up any dust that's in there. That'd be the first thing I would try to do to see if that does, in, in fact, uh, free it up. The other thing that you could do is simply take that button when it's off and just depress it 15, 20 times, maybe to knock if there's something there that's not reversible or that is, is reversible, you can knock the dust loose or whatever. But uh, simply call, talk to Lee. If it will not pause ever, then maybe you've got a switch that's going to be defective. And as long as it's working and you're happy, do it. Because, you know, if it breaks, you're going to be without it for a period of time, and that's never any fun. So. Check that out. If you have other questions, give us a call. Send us a video. I always recommend that. If you're having an issue with something, take a video of it. Not a 10-second video. Make a 15, 20, 30-second video so we can really see what's going on and hear what you're experiencing, and then we can uh, help you make a, a judgment as there as far as what you need to do to care for your, for your device. <clears throat> okay. Um, giveaway, giveaway, giveaway. Let's see here. I'm... Post knee replacement, I'm taking daily blood thinner injections. Any issues uh, treating? It, it should not be any particular. They're, they're giving you the blood thinners to help things flow right to, so you don't have any clotting types of situations. Now, if, if you know what I don't see here is if you're getting this because they're concerned about the development of blood clots because of your of your, your, your makeup or whatever it is, you, you want to certainly discuss that with your doctor. If that's the purpose and, they, and they're worried about blood clots developing and, and moving through the body, hence the reason 
uh, fluid blood thinner, blood thinner, you want to certainly talk to your doctor, let them understand uh, what you're doing uh, and everything being used. Now, if they're happy with the result and everything's working okay and there are no buildup of clots or any blockages that they're concerned about, then you should have no uh, reason to worry about treating for the pain and the inflammation and to help you with your recovery that you're, that you're dealing with uh, in those types of uh, situations. So, great question. Um, still can't get I'll just listen here. Hazel's with us on the Facebook page. Uh, good morning from Sandpoint, Idaho. Thanks for being with us, Lisa. Uh, Tanya Candy, mine got to where it was so intense on the low setting that I could hardly touch. Oh, we're talking about the uh, settings on the machine and when it needs to be uh, calibrated. My thumb has severe nerve damage. I live 24-7 with a TENS unit on the thumb. I'm always looking for solutions. Can you give me your thoughts? Thanks. <clears throat> okay, Mimi. Two things. You certainly want to treat your thumb and you want to look at where if there could be any place that's referring to your thumb. For example, I have, I get stress, I guess I'll, I'll call it, on this back portion of my shoulder and neck. When that's bothering me, my thumb really bothers me. So if I work on that and my thumb, I get some relief. But now you want you know, when you're talking about you know mine's kind of an arthritic thing it doesn't go away but it it it's relieved uh, there was a time that I you know you put your jeans on or your trousers you got that button that I couldn't use my left hand to help do that button because it just killed me and uh, but once I realized my chiropractor told me I was talking and what uh, what I'm doing what I'm treating and number one when we treat ergonomic when uh, ergonomically we treat the hand wrist elbow shoulder back area to for example my son-in-law has had some real he's a musician and and he's had some uh, problems with his hands and, and ergonomically and, and uh, carpal tunnel and they just, the doctor said it's coming from your low back. So we treated his low back and he does it and that really helps his situation uh, tremendously. So uh, yes, this type of ther therapy could be beneficial to what you're doing. The TENS unit is, is designed to work in a specific area so you'd have to move the patches a lot or do something whereas the PEMF therapy will penetrate the bone, the tendon, the cartilage, the muscle tissue, everything will be penetrated in your whole hand and wrist uh, to treat that <coughs> particular area. So that's one of the benefits uh, that can be received and, and I would even look at if you're carrying a small TENS unit <clears throat> we have, uh, we can get a hold of one, but uh, Dr. Dennis has a device that, that's very small, lightweight, not expensive, that we, I would recommend that you could wear there very easily. But I would use MagnaWave to approach it quickly, to get on it, to try to get after what's going on, do the other parts of the body, and then see what you need to do to support it uh, throughout the day until you can get it to a point. Because what happens Inflammation in a nerve is slow to grow and slow to go away and painful when it's there. And so it, it's going to take a while. You're not going to treat it one time and get the inflammation totally out of the area and, and all of a sudden, boy, it's great. It's not a problem. It's going to take a series, uh, series of treatments to, to deal with that. But it, with each treatment, it's get a little longer. And so eventually you'll be to a point that, that you can handle it uh, more comfortably. Okay. Um, great question, thank you. Let's see. Good morning. 
I'm new to the Magna Wee family. I found that I seem to be working on people more than animals. One woman I am treating has an ulcerative colitis, and it is a pretty severe case. Currently, we are treating Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for 30 minutes. Treatment locations are 10 minutes sitting on the large loop, 10 minutes on the lower back, and 10 minutes on the abdomen. My question is, is this treatment plan okay, or should I be treating less time and more, frequency, more frequently due to crazy schedules? I feel trying to fit more sessions may be a turnoff. Any thoughts, past experiences treating this condition? Um, I would say that you're spot on. If they're, if they're comfortable with three days a week and it's, it's working to get ahead of this situation, then that would, be, that would be great. What I would do in the beginning in some of these situations is treat five, seven, ten days in a row. Just boom, 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 boom. Maybe twice a day at the beginning for five days to try to get this, the ahead of the indication that's causing the discomfort and causing the problem. And then treat three times a week, two times a week, one time a week and see how all that how all of that holds but it sounds like to me you're spot on with your uh, method of doing it you really there's not a wrong way to do it in fact you know if you had time and they wanted to do longer maybe 15 minutes per location not a problem uh, 20 minutes per location so you're finished pretty much in an hour um, or less than an hour and, and uh, treat it in that fashion you're good. I would treat at a level that they're comfortable. It, it you know, you could treat, uh, and, and that's simply the question. I turn it up, and I and I, I don't want it nipping at them. I want them to be comfortable. And someone, if someone says, "Oh, I can take that," I turn it down. When when I say, "Is this comfortable?" Yes, that's comfortable. Fine, but uh, you know, oh no, you can turn it up. No, you want them to be comfortable. That's the key. We can we can massage somebody basically with this device to where they have soreness in their joint, much like someone who's received a deep tissue massage, but that's not necessary and uh, you're pretty much right on uh, with your uh, type of situation and discussion. Okay, let's see. To enter the giveaway, I'll fill out the farm. Okay, oh yeah, Chris uh, put the farm up to get into the uh, giveaway for the machine because we had 50 viewers. Now, we're not going to do that every week when we have 50 viewers, but <laughs> I promised we were going to do it and we're doing it. Uh, and we appreciate you certainly being with us and sharing this uh, particular uh, program with your friends and family. Uh, let's see. Um, hello from Texas, Cindy. Thank you. Let's see. I'm uh, looking to see if there's any more questions. Uh, 57. We're up to 57. I'm get the link. Uh oh, somebody's unable to get the link. I I got them taken care of. Got them taken care of. All right. Try this one. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, Maureen says, my hands, especially my thumbs, are shot. MagnaWave is keeping me going. Thank you, Maureen. And uh, we always appreciate your input. Jason Bill's with us uh, this morning. Jason, good morning. How are you doing? Um, with all the respiratory issues popping up this time of year, bronchitis, pneumonia, asthma, flare-ups, plus chronic respiratory illnesses, has anyone used HydroWave in a nebulizer? Yes. Uh, uh, HydroWave, you can take it, um, you can drink it, you can mix it four ounces per gallon. Some people mix it 50-50 and drink an hour, ounce or two a day, or they'll put uh, some in a 16-ounce a bottle of water and carry it with them and, and drink it through the day. The question is, with a nebulizer, most certainly you could take the uh, 
the mixture that you have, 50-50 would be ample, put it in a nebulizer and uh, have that come. You'll inhale it, it'll go to your lungs and, and uh, help the process uh, with your lungs and the breathing and, and the situations that you're uh, dealing with. And uh, most certainly, we use them in the Centurion Transpirator, which is a device that converts the water that's in there to a gas that really penetrates the lungs and, and gets the uh, into the depths of the lung, whereas a nebulizer, nebulizer puts droplets uh, onto the area and then they need to be absorbed uh, to, their, to do their job. But most certainly, you can certainly use uh, HydroWave uh, in a nebulizer for those types <clears throat> of situations. Those of who, you who, who are not familiar, HydroWave is a water product that we have that is oxygen concentrated water. Uh, what happens, it's a proprietary um, uh, recipe that they do, but they'll put nano-sized particles of silver into the water, put it through a process to where the oxygen that's in the water binds uh, to the silver molecules. And so what you create is little nano clusters of oxygen that when you consume it, it'll pass the blood-brain barrier, move into the bloodstream, and when it comes up on negatively charged uh, bacteria, bad bacteria, it'll break apart, attack the bacteria, come back together until it's passed out of the body. And uh, there have been, we have a paper on the site uh, uh, by Dr. Jane, uh, uh, what's Jane's last name? Good, good. Goodman, good, no, well, anyway, it's on there, on, on the hydrate area, and the uh, article is there, a lot of good testimonials about how people have used HydroWave, and uh, I do it every morning. Uh, I take an ounce, 50-50 uh, uh, HydroWave and, and water, and do it every morning, sometimes every, every evening, just to keep the silver and to keep the oxygen molecules uh, moving. What, Go. what machine was that? That's the, the nebulizer. The, ne nebulizer. It's a Centurion transpirator, and then any type of uh, if you're using it for a horse, the, the muzzle nebulizers, or for a person, there's various ways to. There are some small, uh, and they're called the Omron, I believe. Uh, you can buy them on Amazon to where you, it. it creates the vapor and you can fill the little thing, just put a little water in it, and you can breathe the, and it puts out, it like you can see it almost looks like smoke, but it comes out like a vapor and you can inhale that and inhale the mixture again of hydrowave and water into your, into your throat, lungs, nostrils, and so forth to put the availability of the silver. Silver was used like, was, was almost our antibiotic before we started having antibiotics. And they still use silver today topically for burn patients and, and those types of situations. And we have people that use a, a combination of water and hydrowave as a topical wound cleaner, wound healer, wound helper, if you will, uh, for, for open wounds. Uh, pink eye, it's excellent for conditions of pink eye. A lot of cattle people use it because they have a real issue uh, with pink eye there, but just spray it and bingo, it, 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 does, a, it does a good job. Rashes, uh, uh, any of those types of situations, we've had really good success with the HydroWave, HydroWave water. Great question. Thanks for asking. Um, let's see. Can you mention? Repeat the machine. Oh, okay. Uh, versus, it's the Centurion Transpirator. Uh, it's an expensive machine, but it's it's in the horse world. It's an excellent machine for infections and breathing, uh, bleeders, uh, the the whole nine yards. Centurion Transpirator. Um, if you want one, call the office, we can hook you up, but uh, uh, that's what it is. Um, let's see, office hours. Form won't open on the link for the giveaway. I got it. 
We got it. We got it. Chris is on it. Chris is on it. Got it fixed. Uh, so we're we're glad that that's the case. Good morning from Canada. Uh, so excited the giveaway MagnaWave is the well they appreciate it. Good little uh, smiley face. Uh, if you have any other questions, simply put them in the uh, chat box. We'd be happy to have a look and uh, take a look at them and get you the answers that you're looking for. A lot of folks with us this morning. We certainly appreciate that. Um, also, I just I talked earlier, if you're interested in learning more about my CBD product, text your name to 502-271, no, 502-365-7677, and I'll call you. Okay, Lane's in the room. Hey. Hey, oh, Lane. Hello. And uh, we've, uh, I don't know if you've heard, have you heard? I did hear. You did. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> We're you giving away, me? We're giving away a machine. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Am I in trouble? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I said for the last year we're going to do that. Uh, yeah, well, I... Yes. <laughs> I always worry. When Elaine comes in the room, am I uh, in trouble or am I okay? No, I'm, ki I'm kidding. And uh, But if you have a question, simply put it in the, in the uh, chat box on Facebook, YouTube, or in CastBox, and I'd be happy to... Uh, answer your question. I was mentioning at the top of the show that uh, we got a few minutes here that uh, we received some questions and uh, I wanted to present those with you. A doctor wanted to know what type of waveform and uh, was asking about the reset respective comparative specs on the rate, upslope, square, horizontal, trapezoidal wave built into each model machine. Okay, when you're dealing with higher voltage machines, like all most of our machines, all of our machines are at this point, even the B2 is a lower powered ringer. Those are called ringers to where the signal goes up, comes down, and stops. Creates like a ripple when you throw a stone into the, into the water and you get the rippling effect, well, that's called a ringer. It rings the cells and they boom and goes off in, in that fashion. So, the wave that's typically generated in those devices is a nanosecond burst of energy and it comes up it could form a square it could even have a little blunt top on it but basically the healing aspects come with the with the slew rate and and that's bob dennis and dr bob dennis when he did the nasa study really came to ascertain that he felt that that's where the primary healing aspect of the wave is is, is the slew rate coming down basically the ring it rings and then it and then it ripples the area. We call that a ringer. Hummers are devices that are lower power typically and operate with a sinusoidal wave that does not stop. It just goes. It pulses up, goes down, pulses up, goes down. It's the stopping that we use uh, with our types of devices to generate the energy to go into the body. So it really uh, a lot of people will talk about their waves and their wave design and it. it they're all good. Uh, Dr. Pollock talked about that one time we were talking about, you know, yeah, everybody says how good their wave is, but you go look at the studies done at many different, many different devices, many different intensities, many different hertz settings or whatever, and the results are there. The, the, the PEMF, the energy to the body, helps and, and can help your well-being and help your body better deal with itself and to take care of the situations that, it, that your body is dealing with. So that, that's kind of the issue on the waveform. Uh, also wanted to know the total, okay, total energy type quantity you are measuring when you say that one unit treats faster or slower than another machine. 
Okay, and uh, I've got another question coming up over here. We'll get to that in one second. Let me finish this. So what happens if you have a high voltage machine and let's say you're treating your elbow uh, and, and it's sore and, you, and it's got pain and you have a high voltage machine because of the area and the, the amount of tissue that you have there you can you can treat it more with more intensity and you can treat it for six to eight minutes at a very higher intensity if you have a lower power machine that will produces let's just talk in the, in the term of gauss let's say you have a machine that will produce uh, 5,000 gauss and then you have a machine that will produce 3,000 or 2,500 gauss at, at its level with the particular attachment that you're using. If you want to go after this this elbow, it may take you instead of six to eight minutes to really get deep and get in there. You may end up spending 10 to 12 minutes on that particular area because you want to put as much energy in there as possible. Now, if you're treating your low back and you have pain in your low back and, and you're comfortable at a particular setting on a high power machine and if the lower power machine gives you that same range of comfort, you can feel it the same, then you don't need to treat it any longer because you're not using all of the power that's available to you in the big machines. And, and that's the thing. The big machines give you more versatility within that amount of energy delivered that in many cases could shorten your treatment times or speed the, the, what, you, what you're doing. Comparison being there are many devices and they're fine. They, they do PMF, they work fine, but they're low voltage, low power, and the treatment times are an hour, or they want you to sleep with them, and, and that's fine, and it works, it's just slower. So when you get into the uptick of the power of the devices, that's the only things that, thing that changes. So it's all about the amount of energy, certainly a larger or uh, a, a higher powered machine, produces more energy, can be utilized uh, more rapidly for an indication than a machine that's half the power or a third of the power um, that is used in those type situations. Did you have something? I've been told that we are upgrading our giveaway to a Pulse Pro. We are upgrading the giveaway to a Pulse Pro. We hit 65. 60, oh my goodness. So look, look at this, an upgrade. And that was from Elaine. That was, <clears throat> Elaine's in the game. Elaine is in the game. I'm gonna have a drink of water on that one. Um, so there you have it. Tell your friends. Boy, I guess you don't want to tell your friends to tune in because then that means they'd have a chance to win the prize and who knows who's going to get it. But it is upgraded to a Pulse Pro early Christmas for someone and uh, that's pretty cool and we're really excited about the uh, uh, people that are viewing and being with us. Let's see. Um, I have a client at horse injured his shoulder. He has radial nerve injury and shoulder muscle atrophy. I just started once a day working on shoulders and the whole body. I'm also working on the legs to help him from compensating. What do you recommend for treatments and what could we do to help rebuild his muscle? He is only able to hand, be hand walk at this time. Depends how long the atrophy has been there. If, it is, if it's been there for a while and a good portion of that muscle has deteriorated or is no longer viable, uh, then you may not bring that back. You can retard its spreading by helping the circulation and the massaging to the area. So you can, you can in many cases, if it's just beginning to atrophy, as we've talked about with calcium and other things, you can potentially, with the oxygenation, with the improved blood flow, blood flow slow that situation down, maybe abate it at that point. 
uh, are you going to rebuild uh, dead muscle tissue or, or no? Uh, now there is some variance that Dr. Uh, Dennis pointed out in the NASA study that, that PMF has been shown to help regenerate tissue and nerve tissue and cartilage tissue to help it uh, regenerate itself. So I mean that certainly is in the realm of some things that people talk about. But are you going to put it on this horse's shoulder where it's atrophying and have oh my goodness have it bounce back? No. If you catch it at the very beginning, you might be able to energize it and keep it to where it doesn't get any worse and in fact can come back if it's not totally degenerated to the point that it is non-functioning or, or dead uh, tissue in that type of area. So I think you're right on to be to do the full body treatment to treat those areas. Comfort is is certainly the key and in this type of chronic situation, I once had a racehorse. God this horse was incredibly difficult to uh, to treat he was mean he didn't want me in the cell in the cell in the stall he didn't want Gabe in the stall when we were in Florida treating I mean this horse was just amazing and he had horrible atrophy on his left hip as long as we treated that hip from a previous injury and kept the muscle around the area supple and ready to go and, and vibrant the horse ran well and won races and, and um, was claimed in, in Tampa and I went to the person that, that claimed the horse and said hey here's what they've done and here's what they're going to do and uh, we're going to do it this way and the horse did not have the success uh, going forward uh, because they chose a different track. Not that ours is the only way to do it. There's other things that, that can be used, complementary methods that may accomplish the same thing certainly, but that's just where that went. So when you're dealing with those type situations, uh, that boy, this horse was amazing. He was mean. He did take almost three people to treat him because he didn't like, he liked it, but he didn't like anybody around him. And uh, so it was an uh, interesting situation. Um, can we work on people with a wire cage repair to their spines? Potential client was told that they could not have an MRI. I have a Pulse Pro machine that's worn in really well. Okay, the reason an MRI is a continual signal and, and it's an intense signal. I mean, it's a, it's a very uh, high gauss uh, type of signal and it can cause implants to heat uh, to you know there's just a lot of things that can happen with metal in a uh, in an MRI device so that where someone can't have an MRI does not mean that they that they could not facilitate uh, our type of therapy again you want to talk to the doc you want to make sure that you treat them and that they're comfortable what I would do is put a coil on their back or where the area is put it at a low setting or a moderate setting run it for two or three minutes and see how they're feeling and uh, the only thing we're looking for is heat and, and potentially it's not going to jar anything loose or do anything like that and certainly with them um, a mesh repair or something there could be inflammation there there could be a lot of things going on during the healing process that good oxygenation good blood flow could help and and so you always want to take a look at or deal with it in in that type of situation but so we want to check run it for a few minutes make sure they're comfortable if they're comfortable then and again talk to the doctor so the doctor knows what you're doing why you're doing it how you're doing it what you're looking to uh, accomplish with that uh, type of treatment. Great question. Uh, thank you for asking. Um, Jason says the links you got it fixed, got, right? Yep, He's got it. I'm talking to him. Okay. Um, let's see. Any other, uh, 
I'm in a PT office one day a week and take my semi five to barns to work on horses. So having another machine would be great. I also I could get training for another person and expand my business. There you go, Lisa. But you know somebody's going to win. Today's the day. Um, always look forward to the Tuesday knowledge and support. Well, you're welcome, Bridget. Thank you for for tuning in. We're running close on time. Uh, if you have another question, please put it up. I'm going to make sure no one has sent a text. Um, I got that one. I think that was, uh-oh. Uh, oh, I talked to Rosie. Okay. I think we're good. Um, I think we're good. So I want to thank you for being with me today. If you have questions, simply put them in the box. We'll, we'll get them uh, for next week. And uh, it's always a pleasure to be here and uh, share some time with you and to learn a lot. I learn as much from you as I hope that you learn from us and my staff, our staff that's here to do everything we can do. Yes, sir. Does MagnaWave interfere with Shockwave? It's the last question. Does MagnaWave interfere with Shockwave? No. Uh, both of those therapies, shockwave therapy and magnawave therapy, are about delivering high doses of energy to a specific area. Now, in many cases, we've had this type of situation, let's say on the racetrack or in, in uh, managed competitions where they manage what therapies people, horses and people so on can have. In some cases, let's just say with shockwave, and I don't know that I'm correct, and it may vary from state to state, but let's say you're in a, uh, uh, with racehorses, you treat today, it has to be seven days before the race, or 10 days in some jurisdictions, whether that's the race or competition. Same thing in hunter-jumpers. You can treat up until you go into the uh, FEI area to where they don't want shockwave in those particular areas. In many cases, they'll do the shockwave, then we'll use MagnaWave to support what they've done up to the time of competition or up until the time, for example, in horse racing, many states don't allow anything the day of the race when it comes to therapy types of devices. So those things are in con uh, concert. But does it count contraindicate with shockwave? No. Uh, we've done treatments up to shockwave, after shockwave, in place of shockwave, whatever. Shockwave is, and all we're doing is delivering massive amounts of energy to the area. MagnaWave is non-invasive to that. Sometimes the shockwave, people feel that it's invasive, they need to trank the area. It's not a unpainful process uh, for the client, so you always want to approach that and understand that. But to answer your question, there's no reason not to use them in concert or they will not contradict each other. Uh, let's see. So if I fill in, okay, when's the drawing? Um, so when, what, what, what are we gonna do? Are you here all day? I'm here all day. So I'm going to go print these names off, put them in a bowl, we'll do a quick live video later to draw the winner. There you go. So we're going to announce the winner on the page today. I'll announce it uh, live. And uh, so we're going to put all the names in a bowl, pull them out of a bowl, and somebody be the winner today. So listen, I want to thank you for joining me. We'll see you hopefully, depending on how my trip goes, next Monday and Tuesday. I'll be here next Tuesday morning, um, uh, wide awake. Uh, get in very late, so we'll see how that goes. Monday night. But at any rate, thank you for joining me. Uh, have a great week. Have a great day. Wave on to better health and thank you so much. See you later. Bye.